What's up, y'all? It's yours truly, the Gap to Guru of Gumbo, back at it once again. Another Thursday night in the Gumbo Talk Show. I want to thank each and every one of you, those of you that have tuned in via Facebook, who are online through Blog Talk Radio, and those of you who have called in on the phone line. Let's see if we got anybody. Yeah, we got some people on the phone line. I see you, sunshine. And uh, thank you, DB. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, everybody that's coming on. Robert, I see you. Richard. Man, I appreciate everybody for joining in so early this evening. Uh, Listen, the topic is what it is. We're talking about the comfort zone tonight. So if if y'all can stick around as long as you can, I think something that I'm saying and something that I'm sure many of you are going to share about your comfort zones is going to help somebody in your life, if not you, And it certainly has helped me because when you want to talk about getting out of comfort zones, I have never stretched as far as I have um, in my life as I have the last 18 months or so. But to give you a little insight, tonight the synopsis that covers the topic is, is not lengthy. In fact, All we're doing is discussing comfort zone mentality um, and what the benefits and costs are to getting out of your comfort zone. Now, everybody listening via Facebook or on the Internet can chime in and be a part of the show by calling the number 515 Six zero five nine three seven five. That's five one five six zero five nine three seven five. I'm gonna put it there in the box so that you all can see it to call in. There is so much going on in the world nowadays that your boy has decided to read in the newspaper. And not watching the news on TV yet, but watching it a little bit on the Internet. I'm still disturbed with what I see. And it was a little bit of a a shell shock to get out of my comfort zone because many of you that have been with me for years now on, on this podcast know that I used to have – I'm in Texas, okay, So I used to have the Austin, Houston, Dallas, Longview, Marshall, Kilgore, and one other, oh, uh, did I say Dallas, and Fort Worth. I used to have all those um, newspaper apps on my phone. Then I had the local ABC, NBC, and CBS affiliate and Fox 
on my phone as an app to let me know about news. And then stations not only in uh, Texas, but in Louisiana, Kentucky, Illinois, and Iowa, and every now and again, places like D.C. and California, so that I knew everything as fast as you could get it. I was a walking um, media source for what's going on in the world. Oh, yeah, and I had Al Jazeera and BBC as well. It was really a shock for me to get out of my comfort zone a few years ago and take all of that off my phone to relieve stress. But I'm going to tell you, it was a great run up until the last couple of weeks. And I'm not saying I've added stress, but I'm saying up until the last couple of weeks, I had just completely shunned and blocked out media. It was a jump for me to block out news. But I'm going to tell you, I had a good time not knowing what the hell was going on and, and just staying in my lane and paying attention to what was in front of me and what was beside me and the stuff that was behind me, you know, that was my past. Um, but a few months ago, just talk about me so we can prime this pump before we get into this topic too heavy. Uh, a few months ago, one of my, my rounds, and if y'all don't know what a round is, in Louisiana, we uh, one of the terms you use is wody, your bruh, and your round. One of my rounds was talking to me, and he told me, who was that? Oh, I see you, JoJo. He told me, man, you try to calculate everything. You wanna, you wanna know the play before the play is made. You you wanna make sure that if something goes down, everything that could possibly go wrong, and all of the options to go right, you wanna know it. And I said, yeah, that's the way I've been all my life. You know, that's how my mom. And my dad raised me, you know, you get the whole picture. You show up extra early. As a matter of fact, if you can see the lay of it a week or two in advance, you know some things by just constantly looking over something that you, you'll know what can happen. I did not know until my dude said, you don't take enough risks, what life was about. Um, I've known days of old, and I'm only 42, but I've known for years, well over 20 years, that uh, risks can be good things, right? In fact, a risk in itself, every time you take one, is a step outside of your comfort zone. So I knew about risks always tried to calculate things. A year and a half ago, I said, you know what? I ain't got to know everything. I'm just going to jump into this. And I took a, took a leap on a few challenges with my business, uh, with my personal life, um, and and also with uh, some relationships. And, I, and it's still personal, but, you know, as far as friendships and who I was going to deal with, um, and I completely switched the main groups that I was in circles of with. What's going on, Thomas? You know, you know the, the people that I was with every day, you know, you're not always with your best friends every day, but the people that you associate with become friends just because you're around each other for the sheer amount of time. 
like uh, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. We were talking about, you know, people call themselves a work wife or work husband because really and truly you spend 8 to 12 hours a day with people at work, and you only spend about three, maybe four, and they're not really quality hours. It's in the morning getting ready. When you get home, getting ready for dinner or getting ready for bed, and then, you know, maybe an hour or so laying in the bed next to somebody or just being in the house. And if you have kids in that mix, it's even less time, and it's more convoluted. So you spend more time knowing the people at work than you do at home. Okay, I digress. But the people I was hanging around with were people that did this this particular thing, and they thought this particular way. And I didn't have no problem with it because I thought similar to them. And I started looking at what their lives entailed and then where my life was going. And I was like, you know what, I'm not happy with the possible outcome here. I need to do something different. So I just jumped out there. I, I didn't fool with those folks. It wasn't that they did anything to piss me off in particular, but there were some things that were there that I said I did not want to associate myself with anymore because not not that I didn't like where it was going completely. It was just that I, I need to do something different because I think I want to have a different outcome. Not to say one or another is bad, each to his own. I'm going to talk about that, too, in a minute. But I, I jumped out there, did something different, and I've met some of the, the coolest individuals that I've ever met, and I've met a lot of them. I've been able to have talks with people that folks, I don't know why people assume this. If they watched this, this podcast, they would know how I get down. But everybody doesn't watch podcasts. Everybody I know doesn't have anything. But I start spending a lot more time in my neighborhood on the block. And I'm talking to folks, and they're like, you know, you know, Big B, you know about this, you know about that? And then I had explained that, you know, this is kind of my, my comfort zone on the cool. But over the past 15 years or uh, I'm going to say 17 years, at the time, I, I I didn't fool with it because I was in a different circle. Now, I said all that to say this. Sometimes jumping out of your comfort zone is going back to a place that you haven't been for a long time. I gave up being out there in the streets because I was doing things that were um, contradictory to my spirit. Now I'm doing things lined up with my spirit, and I'm getting in places that I've used, I used to be around. Not the same setting, different setting, but the same type of people. You know how you, you come across folks and you almost instantly judge them because they look just like people you've dealt with before. And I'm not saying... You know, uh, this dude named Tony looks a lot like a dude named Gerald. No, I'm saying people have that look, you know. You can see it in their eye. Oh, that person, you know, they probably, you know, do this. Or that person, because they wear, they wear their pants and their shoes, they probably do that. Y'all get what I'm People have that look. You know, you see somebody nerdy, you automatically assume that they're smart, right? You see somebody wearing a certain color, and it's like 
damn, you got on a hat, bandana, shirt, jacket, and a coat on top of that, some pants, a belt, socks, and some shoes, and they all the same color. You're like, okay, I'm sure that they really like red. Red till he's dead, ain't he? But people have a look. And evidently, I don't look like what I come from. And I realize that even sometimes places that you used to be that you didn't fool with for so long, they've come, it becomes unfamiliar to you that it is indeed a stretch outside of your comfort zone to go back. And the reason that I'm back is because I saw something that I think the people that I, I associate with in this one particular setting need me. I don't mean need me like water and food. I mean that folks are in need of people who don't want anything from them but to see them succeed. And everybody doesn't have that. I wish it was so. Many of you probably have people or had people in your life like I did. I had a mom and dad that invested everything in me. And there's no way I could pay them back. I I honor them every time I get a chance. I don't talk down on anything my parents ever did. Even things I still today don't feel were right, they for a reason that was beyond me because in the time I didn't understand that capacity of thinking. But I'm, I'm grateful that I had that. Everybody doesn't have that. But I see people who don't have it, and I'm like, you know, if they gravitate towards me, then I'm going to give them what they need. That, for me, is outside my comfort zone because I'm used to dealing with larger groups of people, staying away from being internally Because I don't like people. I'm a little agoraphobic. I don't, I don't like crowds of people, but I like corralling. I like organizing crowds of people. The individual approach is a stretch for me. But individually reaching people has been more rewarding than anything, but it's something that's outside my comfort zone. Now, when most people think of comfort zone, I probably think the same thing. Your Annie's sweet potato pie, uh, your granny's uh, chicken dish, um, my Annie pot of gumbo, uh, my dad's barbecue, my Aunt Madeline's crab. I can go on and on things that, you know, bring me just to a point where I'm, I can remember 1983 like it was yesterday. You see what I'm saying? When you get in a, a comfort food area, well, I can I can remember the couch in our family room and how comfortable it was on the to sit on those pillows and lay on that couch and watch TV with my dad. I remember how comfortable my my water bed was when I had my own room in the basement um, as a very young person. I'm about nine when I moved in that room. I've been ten when I moved in my room down in the basement. 
and and laying in that waterbed, just it was just like it was like heaven. Those were comfort zones. I remember um, I wasn't comfortable in my neighborhood, but when I got to go visit my cousins and, and, and my family in town because we lived in the country. When I was living, when I was staying at the house with my aunt and my cousins, I was in a comfort zone. You ever heard of "Be careful what you ask for"? I'm sure you have. I wanted it so badly, and ended up my parents divorced and. I moved into the, the very area that I thought was my comfort zone, and it was. But the thing about it was when I was there, being so comfortable in it, you begin to do things and feel like, you know, nobody has ever done that before. So since I'm in my comfort zone, I can do pretty much what I want in this box because I know this box. And you don't open your eyes up to see what's around you or above you because you're you're only focused on this this small vicinity around you. If if that isn't stinking thinking, I don't know what is. Because I'm not a fan of comfort zones or boxes, but the moment I was able to uh realized that opportunity lied outside of my comfort zone, I looked at my comfort zone differently. I did things that my friends did. Um, I might have did things that my friends did to a higher height because I didn't originally come from that particular comfort zone. Even though it was my home, it was like I was I was an outsider moving into this area that was an area that I was familiar with, but in order to make sure everybody knew that I was familiar with it, I did more things to the extreme. And not knowing that the more extreme you do in a small area, not realizing the impact of it, let's say local and the impact is global, you, you'll do anything like, like lightning in the bottle. But as soon as you open the bottle, the lightning is right. You don't even know where it went. And the problem with that is if you're a meticulous person, not knowing where something went is a problem for you. But if you're a risk taker, you know that if you open up lightning on a bottle, it's going to escape. And that's all you need to do is escape. Because wherever it goes, wherever whatever you get into is a new opportunity. So when I began to think like that, um, my life changed, and, and situations in my life changed, and I realized that being outside my comfort zone and being in areas like I, I changed the environment for me changed. It was kind of forced to change, but the, the environment changed, and I and I began to see another picture. I went from thinking I was going to be a trap king, a trap god. And, and, and supreme hustler and and high-ranking chief in my clique to thinking that, you know what, maybe having a college education and 
playing football in the NFL might be a, a good thing. What's up, Valencia? Glad you joined us. It might be a good thing to experience these things that go on that I've only seen on TV. Might as well try it out. And then you meet new people that are have the same vision and goals, and then you find out why they have it, and you're like, you know what, I have a newfound respect for people outside of my comfort zone. Let me tell you all something. In that last 18 months that I was talking about at the top of the show, going back to just me, since I don't have anybody comment, you can always mark comments. Uh, it is 821. If you want to call in, I'm looking at the board who's already called in. If you want to call in and chime in, the number is 515-605-9375. Right now, you're watching and listening to the Gumbo Talk Show. Yours truly, the Gap to Guru Gumbo, in your ear. We're here every Thursday night at 8. My, my last 18 months, not only have I met those people in that, I've met other people professionally, both in environments that I now am employed in and in environments that I'm working on expanding to, um, like getting close to my brother C.A. and Barr. Uh, his brother's out of West County, and we have a, another podcast that was on Tuesdays, but we did it. We tried to do it last night, but we had some technical difficulties. So for those of y'all I reached out to and told you about the podcast last night, I apologize. We couldn't figure out what was going on. So before we do another one, we got to look at all the equipment and make sure we don't know if, we don't know what what was going on. If it was the weather messing with us last night, but we tried to do the trap talk podcast and it just didn't didn't work out. And by the way, trap means we we talk on real aspects from a professional uh, viewpoint. Things we used to do now we look at different. Things we do now we we look at how we can make it stretch and. That platform, by the way, is through the Press Box Media Group. If you're interested, go like the channel on YouTube. And we're also on Anchor, and the show is going to be aired on Spotify and a couple other venues outside of uh, YouTube. And also we're on Instagram. That's the, the Trap Talk Show on the Press Box Media Group. But meeting them meeting people in this new school system. <laughs> you have a, you have a, my buddy here, he's a hairstylist, and I used to tell folks all the time, I hate folks from California because that's all people from California do is talk about, you know, in California we did it like this. Well, Negro, you ain't in California. Your ass is in um, East Moline, Illinois, or your ass is in Baton Rouge, Natchitoches, Longview, Texas, Kilgore, Texas. You're not in California. And things ain't done that way everywhere. And, but anyway, my buddy, Freddie, he's, he's from California, and we are ace boom coons here. Um, yeah, he does that in California, boy, but he does it a lot less now because he's been here 15 years, and we both have been here a long time. And, and hey, um, we now Texans. I grew to understand that that mentality of how Californians always bring up California and compare everything to California was something I had to grow out of. These folks in, in this school system, on a regular day, they ain't, my, they ain't my cup of tea. 
They ain't my cup of tea. But I had an opportunity to go in and help some young people, do something different, um, um, use my skills that I have that I would do voluntarily to help some young people, their parents, and other people around the school system and related to these folks get good-paying jobs. <laughs> it's amazing. I, I, I've worked in the school system before as a contract, but nor what I, I, I think about being a part of the system because all these years I've been a bucker of the system. I, I buck um, authority. Not that I'm oppositionally defiant. It's just that the systems haven't been friendly to me or people like me. Let's just face it. Um, so I, I despise systems of government. But as I took a chance a few months ago and said, I'll try it, I'll do it, you know, made me an offer I couldn't refuse, I, I, I said, you know, give me this shot to do something that I would normally do volunteering, and I like it. Um, I, I hadn't been used to really answering to a boss for a long time. I, I really don't have a boss. They don't really do it like that. It's more like, you know, hey, we got a job to do, and this person here is the chief, and, you know, we're on the reservation, so we might as well get in line with what the chief wants to do, and, hey, that's all comfort zone stuff that I'm stepping out of. Every time you go to your job, if you work, or your business or place of business or do your business, you should be ready for an opportunity that's outside your comfort zone every time you do it. Because there's going to be people that come into your life that you once despised that might be the catalyst that help you get to where you want to be. Where I'm at, I'm content, but I know there's more for me. And if I stay where I'm at in a place of comfortability, where I'm content, where I'm, I'm, I'm free, or at least I feel free, I won't experience what my potential is. It could be very well that where you are, where I am, is my full potential. I don't believe that. I believe every day that we move into a place, every moment, I should say, that we move into a place and we get used to it, or we it, that could be an opportunity for what's next. But if the opportunity that you're experiencing, the, the current experiences that you have, if they're good and it becomes the last experience you have uh, because you die or whatever, your life ends, whatever, then, then so be it. But if you miss out on opportunities because you said, hmm, this seems like a good place to rest, you, you, you may be losing but you're not losing if you, you shoot at opportunities. Now, that doesn't mean you be opportunistic and say everything that comes through your way, you shoot at it. No. I'm saying that every now and again, you feel like maybe I'm the only one, but tell, tell me, y'all can chime in, y'all can write comments in the page, you can speak up, um, 
on the on the comment section or speak up by dialing the number. What's the number? Five one five six zero five nine three seven five. Every chance you get that it seems like the people there or the the environment doesn't want you. You don't feel comfortable. That could be an opportunity telling you that this door is closing and it's time for you to stretch to the next. Now, let me talk about something that happened almost two years ago now. When I lost, when I, when I, when I got fired from my job, I felt like a stab in the back. In my heart of hearts, I knew that for years I should have been focusing on my business and giving it the energy, the passion, the time to make it be what it could be or get it to where it could be, gradually grow it. And it took me going through that seemingly negative experience because it, it had to happen that way to force me into doing something that I always wanted to do, but I was a little timid actually doing it. When I got my last check, I said, since I was fired before, I can make this check stretch a few months and live off of that. Or I could invest a little bit of money into my business and try to see if I can increase my income monthly on that. And it worked. Um, I saw some people a couple months after that, a few months after that, and they looked at me, and they were like, he ain't, he ain't hurting. He ain't struggling. I was like, yeah, what you thought when I, because I got fired, or you fired me, that I was going to go crawl up under a rock somewhere and not come out and not be me and then sit there and wallow in self-pity and be broke? I ain't going broke no more. No. You have to invest in yourself, and sometimes that's the biggest risk you can take in a comfort zone situation, ain't it, Johnny, uh, because you jump outside of being a help and assistance to everybody else and start helping yourself. And a better you, if you're a people helper, is is a better catalyst, a better change agent for everyone. My goal tonight is to encourage and maybe even inspire. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the word inspire. Inspire everybody who listens to this to see that not only can getting out of a comfort zone um, sustain you, um, because at some point in life. You you have to rely on faith, right? I was I was talking to an old friend today that I hadn't seen in years. 
I know where he was at, but I forgot that he worked in the mall. I had to go do a job in the mall, and I was walking in, and I saw him. A guy named Ricky. And long story short, we got to talking, and I told him, I said, man, brother, I've been looking at some video on some prayers, man. And uh, I said, man, I'm really studying <laughs> that book again, Doc. And he said, you ought to come by on Sunday in the afternoons. We open up the book and get to study. I said, really? I said, I'm not interested in religion as it is where it's all about the traditions. I'm interested in expanding my knowledge to the point where everywhere I walk, and, and, and I'm doing it now, and I think I'm a better person because every in everything I do, I give thanks. And everything that happens to me, in my mind, first, I say thank you. Um, I've had health challenges recently, and nobody would ever know, but I was like, you know, some pretty serious health challenges because I hadn't been taking care of myself. I was doing some eating. Y'all remember I went vegan for a while, and I didn't realize that that really hurt me uh, because of my body makeup. The chemistry of my body, I, I was I was lacking some things, and I was eating too much of things that my body doesn't need. And um, getting to eat better and all that is, is, is essential for me now. But the, the way um, it rolled out was um, these seemingly problematic um, – life-changing, um, awe-inspiring, I'm, I'm telling you about the bitter and the sweet, events, I just, I'm thankful for them. I'm thankful for everything I, because outside of this comfort zone, I don't know what's going to happen next. But I do know that I got enough faith to know that I'm not going to be begging Anybody for bread outside of my comfort zone. I'm not going to be looking for anybody to do me the way I do them. And I must admit, I like to tease. I I, I, I talk a lot of junk to people. Sometimes it seems like I'm just a jokester, and all I'm doing is talking about I'm capping on folks, but there's some truth in my capping. It rubs some people the wrong way. Some people love the the the, the energy, right? But in essence, it's, it's it's who I am, and I've learned that if people people that don't like you for being who you are. We talked about this on a show a few months ago. If, a folk, if, if folk don't like you because of who you truly are, those are the people that you don't mind losing in your life. You shouldn't mind losing. And then the folks that embrace you when you are being somebody that you're not when you're faking the funk on a nasty dump, those are also people you should shun and, and, and you should want to remove yourself from their presence. But even in 
the good times and the bad times. I've had some of my worst times. I told you all time and time again that that end of 2017 and and that most of 2018 was a struggle. I mean, you get hit sometimes with with things that you don't know where they're coming from. You're thinking to yourself, like, why me? Why in the hell did this have to happen to me again and again and again? And you get beat down into the point where some people uh, check out. Some people go into a deep depression. Some people just say, you know what, I'm just going to stay right here in my comfort zone. I'm not getting out again because out here there's no winning. I'm just going to do me, and if I don't make it doing this, I'm going to be fine just doing what I'm doing. Praise be to God. Thank you for everything that I just learned. I've heard it taught and told for decades. When some of these folks in my life, what's on vacation? When some of these folks that are in my life on a regular basis, Get under my skin, because I don't believe anybody that I don't know and I don't love or that, you know, doesn't have a close personal relationship with me can get under my skin personally. But the ones that can, I'm grateful that they do. I've learned other ways, other tactics and techniques to find my peace inside of me that I can literally, and maybe this is from being an only child, I don't know, but hopefully this will work for you. I can literally be in a room of calamity and feel like I'm the beacon of light in it. I can stand in a room full of people and be lonely. Not because I'm alone because I'm certainly not alone. It's because I can check out to a place. Some people call it transcendental meditation, and I do that too. I practice a lot of meditation. Um, I can feel, let me put it like this, I can create, and you can create your own comfort zone when you know you're outside of your comfort zone because you realize that everything that's happening is for your good. Yeah, I'm physically and mentally and emotionally outside of my comfort zone. But spiritually, I bring my own comfort zone to a situation, and when things happen, I am at peace with knowing that I either gave it my all to get there or it wasn't supposed to happen like that, and so try again. It's 840. The number to dial in is 515-605-9375 if you want to chime in 
on this podcast. You're watching and you're listening to the Gumbo Talk Show. The host, the Gap Two Guru. By the way, this tonight, this particular show is brought to you by the Press Box Media Group. It's on YouTube, it's on Instagram, it's on Facebook. The Press Box Media Group is the, is the is the podcast station that hosts Trap Talk, and that's my talk show with Bar and CA that you can catch on YouTube. Um, the peace in in my spirit, in my heart, that I can bring when I'm in areas that I'm uncomfortable helps me to realize all of the stuff that we do and is going on is only temporary anyway. So you might as well max out on what it is that you're doing because if you're just playing, welcome back, y'all. See some people to pop back in. If you're just playing with life, you you all you're gonna do is get games. But when you start to say, you know what, this is not my home. This is a temporary situation. I'm moving on to greater. And then you get greater. You got new goals and aspirations from there. You know, it's always been a dream of mine to have a thousand acre ranch that I can just work. That's all I do is just work the ranch with a couple of good hands and uh, some good horses and a few four-wheel devices that can get me around a thousand acres easy. Because I know you're going to do a lot of walking, but you got to take care of them cattle. And uh, I don't know about having pigs because I know that there's going to be wild hogs out there. But um, um, cattle and goats and chickens and donkeys and uh, what else? Maybe even a dog because I've never had a dog really. I had dude for three days, but I had to take him back. But um, that's that's my goal. I can see it, right? But once I get there, um, it, it, I don't know if it'll be a comfort zone because there's a lot of work to do, but if it becomes my comfort zone, I might be thinking of aspirations of moving to Montana or West Texas and, and getting 10,000 or 100,000 acres. Or moving to New York and getting a, a, a one-bedroom apartment that probably costs the same that's only 600 square feet. I don't know. One of those sounds better to me. But the point I'm saying is, is that once I reach my goals, that $57 million that my heart desires in order to feel like I've made an impact, uh, I mean, imprint on this planet in a good way, um, once I reach the 57, I'm sure another goal is going to come to me. I'm not going to be content and staying in my comfort zone even if I've reached a plateau or a height that I felt like I could aspire to. I'm not going to sit down and wait there. I'm going to say, what next, God? What would you have me to do with all these blessings? Right now, I got blessings on blessings. You know, I um, my family is healthy. Um, 
My situations are healthy. What more can you ask? What more can you ask of a world where everything around you is is good? And I'll tell you, better. What's going on, Raj? Enemy of great is being satisfied with good. Good is the enemy of great. Most folks, when they're doing good, they stay there and they stay doing good. But there's always a point in time where things happen and good could turn into not so good. But the point of shooting for greatness is galactic. It's space age because you're trying to move into a space that is nothing but space and opportunity and the fact that seeing the next is almost impossible because it's so far away, but Realizing that you can attain next is is more important, and you begin to look at the journey that you're taking, and you're saying, I've stepped out of my comfort zone, and look at me, Ma, no hand. You're sustaining. I'm blessed. I used to look at what other people had going on, and I said, you know what? I got to come back home to this little old house and my little old room, my little old yard, and my little old vehicles. And then I started saying to myself, remember I told you I started thinking, like, man, I'm grateful. I started thinking, I have a house. Um, I have a yard. I have vehicles, not not one or two. But I, I, I've got vehicles. I mean, yeah, we owe money on a couple. That ain't so much of a blessing. But the blessing is is that I'm able to earn enough money that we can afford to pay for it. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. But if you realize that you're sustained, you don't have to worry. The comfort zone is a concept of the mind, not a place. Although you can be strapped into a place that feels like comfort, but I realized that I could have um, my mama's Texas sheet cake that she used to make in the oven at 3808 172nd Street in East Moline, Illinois, is just as good as her Texas sheet cake that she makes where she lives at now here in Texas. Comfort zone. Today I went over to my mom's house and she wanted me to cook this turkey. So almost every time we cook large pieces of meat now, we brine it. We season it up at least 24 hours in advance. 
And that's that's what she did yesterday. She wanted me to come do it, but I told her, I said, you know, you know, it's just equal parts sugar, equal parts water, and then whatever you want to season it with, whether it's black pepper, white pepper, or cayenne, and you know, a little bay leaf, and and, some, and if you want to put sage or whatever in there, fine. That's what the turkey is going to taste like, whatever you brine it in. And uh, she did that on her own. And I went today to put it in the air fryer. Got this big air fryer, right? She got it for something. I don't know if it was Mother's Day. I think it was Mother's Day. But she got this big air fryer, right? And it it uh, it could hold this turkey breast. And I've cooked the turkey traditionally in the oven, right? I've put it on the smoker before. But no matter what you do, whether you put a turkey in a place that you're familiar with cooking, whether it be the traditional oven, it be a smoker, it be a barbecue pit, or an air fryer. It's it's ultimately not about the contraption that it's it's being outcome of making it look um, edible and enticing, and also how it taste, can you cook it to its maximum uh, tasteability? I made up that word, but that's okay. It's my show, right? The maximum tasteability. That means it's juicy, it tastes good, you know, flavorful, and and it looks good. And my mom and I accomplished that today, but it's in a contraption that we've only used a couple times in this air fryer. But like I said, you go on, you don't have any instructions, you go on uh, the, the Internet and you see what cook times are for this and what Celsius isn't Celsius. We, she was talking about today, I don't know, what is it, foreign? I was like, yeah, probably. It could be anywhere, Canada, overseas, yeah, but we just have to know what the, the, the um, conversion is from Celsius to Fahrenheit to know what to put it on. And evidently 350 degrees Fahrenheit is 176 degrees Celsius. Didn't know that before today, but I cooked it differently than I cooked the turkey for Christmas. And lo and behold, that joint today was slapping. You hear me? The seasoning was right. The cook on it to hold the juices in it, and it got time to rest before I cut it. It was slapping. You hear me? Slapping. I had a big old fat turkey sandwich is that I treated we treated that turkey right but we treated it differently than we've traditionally treated it and it still came out right better do you understand me you can get out of your comfort zone and do just as good or better because you realize that there's a recipe. And once you maximize the recipe in your cover zone, sometimes you begin to add things to it. You know, hey, I'm going to cook it this way. I'm going to add this spice. I'm going to add this seasoning to it. God is good, y'all. God is good in a way 
And I'm not preaching, y'all. I'm just telling you that there is a creator that created everything. I believe the creator is still in every single thing. And if you keep your energy cheap, on point, when you move from place to place, whether it's geographically or mentally, whether it's physically, mentally, or emotionally, you keep that spiritual mindset of positivity, upliftment, enlightenment, encouragement, inspirational, then the situations that you find yourself in, And when I say situations, I mean everything outside of the core. That means jobs, friends, other relationships with individuals and groups. It could be community or it could be mentoring or whatever, right? Other situations will always work out for you. You might see a bump in the road. You might incur an obstacle or two. But give thanks in that obstacle because You are outside of your comfort zone. Now you know how to deal with that type of obstacle. So when you see it again, like I said at the top of the show, there are some people that you'd like, you know, I know this personality. They walk, they talk, they kind of act just like somebody I know. I can almost tell how they deal, how they get down. And that's kind of safe, too. Now, you could be wrong, and I've been wrong. I'm okay. I admit it when I am, and I move on. What are we going to do, get mad at it? What are we going to fight? 2020. Get serious. If you're a guy, we were talking about this last night because we couldn't get the show on, and you use words like delicious and luscious and you add that, okay, dude, you might be gay. I'm not judging you because you're gay, but you're doing everything it is to be gay. And, you know, hey, just saying, if somebody were to call you gay, don't get mad. You've done everything it was to do it. And we kind of got on that talking about, because I said the gum that I was chewing on, they had some bubblicious. And I said, hey, man, this, this gum is delicious. And I said, wait a minute. Let me know. You know, I didn't use the best vocabulary. He started falling out, barred it, because I said a word. I said, you remember that dude that used to work for the radio station? He said, yeah, Luscious Ice. I said, I never called that cat Luscious Ice one day in my life. I called him ice, and that was it. I'm not calling any man anything that ends in if. I don't even like saying the name Carlos, you know, because it has that connotation. That's just me. That's just how me and my partners get down. We ain't talking about nobody, not down to nobody. It's just how we get down. It's just some things you don't do as a man to keep the the, the, the haters at bay that may think you did anything that was contradictory to your straight backbone. We really are struggling. Us, I'm going to call us the true black men. I'm going to say the true black men. I, we ought to start that up, TBM. We are really struggling, y'all. I'm, I'm diverting a little bit. We got what we get about comfort zone, but let's get out of the comfort zone a little bit. We are really struggling. It's been groups of us, and me and, and individual conversations, everybody is struggling with this whole Dwayne Wade and his son Zion that now wants to be called Zaya and the possibility of having a sex change at 13, 14 years old 
before he ever realizes as an adult what he is or what he wants to be. Um, we really are struggling with it. Now, it's not our choice. It's not our child. It's that man's business. But for people to get down on other people because they say, hey, look, that is a bad idea. I don't know what the world is coming to, y'all. Before we leave out of here, I don't know what the world is coming to. This is not the way things are set up to be, that everything has to get criticized um, that is contrary to the popular opinion. You folks out there that, that support that and love that, to each his own. I think that there is something a little bit off about this and people who support that because this is just this, this, when you have a smell test, it doesn't pass. And, and it can't, there has to be healthy and unhealthy, and that can't be healthy. Doing absolutely anything an individual wants to do is not healthy. So me getting out of the comfort zone might be unhealthy. But the point is, is that hopefully you realize because the mind is leads everything and the heart, same place, leads everything. You, you hope that you realize some point things you do, your actions, your thoughts are your own. And you have to be the one that's going to answer to it. Um, there's going to be nobody else in the grave when you die. Um, yeah, you can be buried together, but trust me, you're, you're alone in, in a grave. Let's start acting like we're not in a grave now, and let's start living our lives by exploring and experimenting and realizing that there's so much out there. All you have to do is experience it. Let's not get caught up in a box anymore, and let's start treating people um, with dignity and respect, even though we don't agree with them. Treat them with dignity and respect, but we also should speak up and say, hey, look, man, I don't understand what that is you're doing. I don't want no parts of it. And I get you, you'll start being around people that will help you grow instead of stagnate you. That's the, that's the source for tonight. No more comfort zones. The comfort zone is in the mind. 